Hi, welcome to the Nerd Out episode 25. I'm Lisa. I'm Ritzy P. We're girls and we are here to nerd out with you quarter century style. You can reach <laughs> us and we would sure like it if you did at the Nerd Out on Twitter. We have a page on Facebook where we post uh, photos and, you know, like the casual Facebooky stuff. Um, we have show notes and cool photos and such on www.thenerdout.com, and you can email us info at thenerdout.com. We're also on iTunes. Yeah, leave us leave us some um, review or something. You guys have been good, and then I checked it in, and there was no new one. So. We gotta we gotta cut them some slack <laughs> because they've been so awesome. They they have. So thank you, they. You have been awesome. <laughs> Uh, yes, we do love hearing from people, um, things that you would like us to talk about, people you'd like us to interview, like last week, our last episode, our amazing interview. Oh, yeah, it was Sarah Jo. That was yeah, great. That was so cool. Gracias, if, Sarah Jo. Thanks, Sarah. If there are other people you guys want to hear from, things you want us to talk about, things you want to talk about with us, by all means, reach out and touch someone. Yeah, touch us. We're ready. Wow. We're here. <laughs> Operators are standing by. Um, so there's a few things that have been going on. Um, there's a big piece of technology news. Yeah, I mean, it might be when this comes out, it'll be little. People will finally be getting them. Yeah, they've ordered them. They have them in hand. They've been using them. I've heard nothing but like, oh, this is awesome. We're talking about the iPhone 5 kids, of course. I consider myself to be a techie person, but I am also the viceroy of value. So I'm not the one that needs the, the newest, latest thing right when it comes out. I'm okay with it. Okay. I don't even have an iPhone 4S. I have an iPhone 4 and I'm cool. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I mean, it didn't seem like the changes to the new one were so amazing that it prevented me from buying my 4S. Two months ago, I was like, eh. "Yeah, if I'm so nuts about it, then I'll sell this one. They do hold their value nicely and get a new one." But I just, I, I'm not seeing anything apart from, um, I think, what is it? Better video capability. Yeah, and um, a lot of people said or reviews that I've read are about they no longer use a Google Maps. They have like their own oh, Maps yes. thing, and the it's map like kerfuffle. Yeah, and then it's like putting roads and dams and shit and like it looks cool but I don't know how I've heard mixed things on the map so I do really really like the panoramic photo capabilities I don't know if you've seen that oh I haven't I seen that I think that's rad that's pretty rad um especially though the commercial that they use to illustrate it is mm -hmm. all these kids in cute costumes and he's like he's like okay smile da, 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 da. and then like this long panoramic of all these that's kids in their cute little costumes and stuff I do like shit like that but it's that does not make me want to spend the money. Um, Doesn't make you want to spend another three hundred dollars after selling this one and getting a new you one. You know what I'm saying? Because I got uh, well, I didn't get this one. Um, someone bought this one for me, but you know, for not as much. Like I, I'm cool with it. One and, of your admirers bought that for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, and I use, and I work for myself, mm -hmm. so it's a business phone. Sure. But I, I don't feel like I'm lacking anything by not having the latest. Like, if it was, you know, because it's a tax write-off, so I could technically... Yeah, get, like, 10% of that back. Some, You know, something. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So no, me neither. If you guys are all about it and it's changed your life or some shit like that, let us know. Other than that, 
If it's changed your life, I don't want to hear about it because <laughs> I'm just going to have phone envy. <laughs> I, I want to hear like what maybe we're not knowing because we don't have it. Like yeah. maybe there's some little, you know, subtleties that totally have helped you in business or whatever. I don't know. Do you look at Instagram more? Do you, t- do you tweet more? <laughs> I don't know. Um, who's to are, say? You, are you even more antisocial with the I new know. one? <laughs> No, I guess I would be curious to hear what's the coolest new thing about it. Yeah, the worth it. Yeah, or if you are like whatever, I don't need it. You can definitely be sure to let me know about that because that will make me feel better. Like or like you got it and you're like, dude, what's the big deal? Like I yeah. wasted all this money, blah blah blah. Yeah, well, although we're sure you didn't waste money. Excellent uh, expenditure. <laughs> Though I do love Apple shit, Apple products. I got a Mac. I like how it's compatible. I I don't think I'll ever stray from from Apple products. Yeah, me neither. Even At least with not the, for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's been since Jump, always Apple products. So we'll see, we'll see, kids. We will see. Um, on another note, I if you remember, if you've been listening since the beginning, um, I was having we're having a fundraiser. For the Little Lotus Project on Kickstarter uh, last year. I remember. And I uh, started like October, like around October yeah, time. Yeah, like a year ago. And um, we raised the money and it was me and a couple of crew members from my crew, art crew, um, AOS, Army of Snipers, and Daniel Zana, who was a documentarian. 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 Um, it was to fund us to... Go to the Little Lotus Project to go to the Thai-Burmese border to do art workshop with refugee kids and to document it and then to do the rest of the tour because we end up going to Singapore, Hong Kong, Philippines. So um, I wanted to let you guys know that there's also another documentary being filmed while we're out there by the Little Lotus Project people, Patrick and um, all of them. And we have a little a teaser that we'll give put a link to so you can see you know what we a little taste of what we went through it's pretty amazing to see it all again mm-hmm. and uh i'm featured in this part one of this documentary little teaser and you know you could say that maybe at, during my interview part i was trying to avoid or maybe i chopped some onions yeah sometimes you do that and that's why you know it looks like i'm you know have a lump in my throat and Maybe an allergic reaction to something yeah, in the you jungle. Know, you know, because we, we were like, you know, I don't know. They're like, you know what? Before we do this interview, why don't you chop some onions real quick? <laughs> so I was like, all right. I don't know what that means, but I'll do it. And then it made my eyes kind of water, and I was trying to hold oh, it back. Yeah. So, so you look like a They try to trick sissy. me. Yeah, so <laughs> just a little warning. But it's pretty awesome. I mean, the what's cinematography it, is pretty great. What's it like? Having gone through it, stepping back and seeing sort of like the third person camera watching it that way. It's kind of surreal. It made me like, I don't know about you guys. I think a lot of people do this. You wake up in the morning. What's the first thing you do? You grab your iPhone, mm-hmm. check emails, Sadly. Yes. <laughs> Instagram, uh, tweet deck, emails, maybe a little Facebook. Um, so I got this email and I had the link to it. So I'm watching it on my on my iPhone in bed and I'm like barely awake. And I was just like, I kind of wanted to cry. Like I kind of want to be like, I missed it. It reminded me how amazing and fortunate I was and how everyone rallied and got together and seeing the picture, like the video of the kids 
kills me every time because mm-hmm. I miss them so much. And um, it was great. It was great to, to just watch it. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, good. I can't wait to check it out myself. Yeah, it's great. And I can't wait to see the, you know, the finished product. And then also, you know, Daniel Zana, they're... Soon there'll be a link to kind of like a little, what's it called? Like a teaser. What's the official name? Biz name? Teaser trailer? It's like a, what's the name? Sizzle reel. Sizzle reel. We have like a rough sizzle reel. Sizzle reel. (laughs) Exactly. Um, That we should be posting soon so we could see that, which is another, like a different angle, you know, like the little, little project really focus on the project itself and what we did there for the project and the kids. Mm -hmm. But the, the documentary that AOS is putting together is more of that, but our personal experience and our journey from there to the other countries and stuff like that. So there's some, Funny times, um, you know, yeah, it's another vibe. Okay. So we'll have that soon. But yeah, check that out. And thanks to anyone that's listening that helped out. There's like thousands of people that contributed to help us with our goals. So thanks again. You are champions. Um, speaking of champions, uh, I can't believe we were just discussing this. And I know it's a little bit dated, but we were just discussing this. And I can't believe that you don't care about when the space shuttle is in L.A. <laughs> It flew. You could have stood out on your balcony and seen it, like for like five minutes. I know. And I I didn't think of that till you said that because I do have this amazing view of exactly where it went over. Like I yeah. see the Hollywood sign from my balcony. I live like in the Miracle Mile area, and I don't know. I woke up that morning and people were talking about it and talking about tears and America, fuck yeah, and I just. <laughs> It, I don't know. It isn't. It isn't. I appreciate the space program and stuff. It doesn't do that anything for me. So I was just like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be on top of a plane. All right, cool. I decided like <laughs> two seconds before it was scheduled to fly over me that I was like, oh, I have to do this. <laughs> so I like threw on more presentable clothing and like tore outside and I started like hoofing it down towards uh, LACMA, a museum that's near both of us. Yeah. So I was like, surely I'll be able to see it from there. No, because the buildings around it are too high. So then I'm all, shit. And I'm like, (laughs) I am not in good shape. So I'm like (laughs) huffing and puffing. And I finally get back to an intersection at 6th and Crescent Heights. And like, you can see like a good chunk of sky. So, and I can hear people all around me like screaming, like people on top of the buildings along Miracle Mile, everyone's cheering. So I'm looking around, I'm like, there it is, there it is. And so, um, and like people came running out of their houses. It was just this sort of like communal thing that I wasn't expecting of like the sort of people tearing out of their houses. Where is it? Did you see it? Did you see it? Everyone like pointing. It's over there. It's over there. So it was just really, um, it was really fun. And then um, I went back home and watched it land at LAX and maybe I chopped some onions. I don't know. I didn't think that I would be a, um, I didn't think I would be a crier about that sort of thing, but um, you were chopping some onions. Yeah, as I've established here before, like I'm a crier, so I was just all, "Oh, that's so cool!" And then when I was watching it land on LAX, I was all, "This is a great day for America and the space <laughs> program." And I was like, "Who are you right now? Go drink a beer." Are you going to see it once it makes its way to Exhibition Park? I might. Museum? I might. The one thing that I didn't know about until I was it a rerun of Nightline? I don't know. I couldn't sleep or something. 
And uh, Brian Williams was talking about how, you know, it's all cool and fine and dandy and stuff, but there's something that people don't know, that because it's going to make its way via the roads mm -hmm. from LAX to Exposition Park, which mm -hmm. is going through, you know, majority, uh, you know, African-American neighborhoods, mm -hmm. to make way for it, they're going to have to cut down over 400 trees. Yes, I saw that. But I also saw that they are replanting like twice supposedly, as many supposedly, supposedly. I know, I know. I mean, we know the, the historically what happens in these neighborhoods and these people are like, you know, at least could you tell us? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a like mature trees that are yeah. in front of these businesses. 400 trees. That's a lot of fucking trees. That's a trees. lot of trees. That's a lot of like 50 year old trees. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. You're going to plant two more. If you do it, that's cool. But I just thought it was, I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But, and then they're like, well, you know, dismantling it is totally out of the question, which I get that too. But at least if you're going to do that, notify the peeps. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't just show up with the chainsaw. Yeah. Like that's what was happening. That's what they were showing. Like business owners, homeowners, you know, I was, just, <laughs> trees were just getting chopped. I was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day and she was kind of upset about the trees getting cut down. And another friend was like, but then it will become paper and paper is useful. So it will be like the circle of life. And she's like, I still totally feel like the trees are getting the short end of the stick. I was like, they can become toilet paper and then you can wipe your ass with them. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? What did she say? It did not. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, yeah. So at any rate, I, I don't know a lot of, I know a lot of the People who listen to us are in LA. So if you guys saw it, if you liked it, I don't know, let us know. If you didn't see yeah. it, I guess you didn't miss anything. But it was <laughs> it was kind of cool. Um, the only other eventy thing that has happened recently in my life that perhaps is of note is that I went to go see Book of Mormon. Oh, you went musical. to go see? I wanted to go see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's at the Pantages Theater in LA, and I went to go see it. And I'm about to like say something that kind of blows my mind. I didn't really like it. <gasps> wow. Uh-huh. It's just, you know, $80 later, kind of a bummer. Whoa. <laughs> I was glad I saw it. And I should have thought, I, I don't know. Like, I think that sometimes South Park is funny, but I really don't find it that funny. Yeah, I'm not a huge South Park fan. Yeah. So it's totally, it's a lot of like, and then, well, okay. So I was like, okay, so I know that. But then so many people have seen Book of Mormon and raved and raved and raved about it. That you trust our judgment. Yeah. Like sort of trusting the crowd, which, you know, time and time again has <laughs> proven me an idiot. <laughs> and I just felt like there, on one hand, it was a lot of like potty humor, like just lowest common denominator shit. And don't get me wrong. I am a 14 year old boy trapped in this body. And in like, a hot old body? <laughs> 27. 27. And, like, fart jokes and things like that, to me, are very funny indeed. Oh, very funny. But it was just, like... Just, Too much of it or something? Just saying stuff, because it's, like, shocking. Like, ooh, yeah, I guess, you know, you said the C word. Big deal. Oh. And so, on one hand, you had that. On the other hand, you had some social commentary, which I thought was funny, but also... A little weird coming from, like, two white guys from, like, the middle of white people land. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, clearly, like, you get, like, you know, that you're making fun of shit. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, it's very funny and you're doing a good job making fun of it. But you still come from the sort of, like, colonial mindset. Yeah. Then on some level, that's just not funny to me. 
And I don't know, maybe that's more my own hangout than anything else. No, that makes sense. Do you think that it was, do you think if it wouldn't have been so hyped up for you, you would have enjoyed it more? Or does it matter? Like, it wouldn't have mattered. I don't know that it would have mattered. I think, like, you know, it was it was great. The people who were in it were very funny. There were a lot of very funny things about um, Mormons that I, you know, I mean, Mormons, it's a little fish in a barrel, let's face it. Yeah, like, for sure. They're incredibly nice. And so, you know, and good natured. So it's just kind of easy to, to make fun of them because they're so nice. <laughs> um, but, you know, some of that was funny and some of the sort of cultural imperialism, the cultural imperialist ideas that the missionaries had were really funny. But overall, I was just like, eh. Hmm. It just seemed like. That's interesting. It just seemed like, you know, the class clown when you're growing up, like. And once they, like, get a little bit of, like, a ha-ha from people, then they have to try so hard. And you're, like, as soon as you have to try, it's not funny. Yeah. That's what it felt like. I could I could kind of maybe see that. Yeah. Now, thinking about it in terms of knowing that it's the creators and writers of South Park, how it could become that. I could, mm-hmm. I could kind of see that. Um, I know, I you know, I know about it. The first time I heard about it was when Kevin Smith was raving about it. That was when I decided that I really had to see it because he loved yeah, it so much. Yeah, and I was so like, much. okay. And then you hear, like, they, didn't they win, like, best, the oh, Tony yeah. for best music? Like, won all these Tonys, and I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. And then I saw that it was coming here, and I was like, oh, you know, if I get a chance. Didn't get a chance. And um, But I, I don't know. And now, talking to you about it, I think I might have the same reaction. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Like, I'm glad that I went because it was so hyped and it's just one of those things that instead of wondering, like, ooh, I wonder if I would have loved that so much, I got to go and be like, meh, not so much. Yeah. An $80 lesson. Damn. (laughs) It's the thing, too, about seeing musicals. Not cheap. Not cheap. The only musical, no, two musicals I've seen, and I'm not a huge musical fan. But I've seen, um, I saw West Side Story, which I love and I have a I soundtrack. I love so much. And um, one of my really good friends, Erin Miterib, who lives up in the in the Bay, when we were in college, she bought, for I think it was my birthday or something, she got me t- us tickets to go see West Side Story at San Francisco something something. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, I even have the program still. No one signed, <laughs> I just have it. Because I was like so excited. Yeah. Um, and then Rent, saw Rent when it's here at the Amazon theater and we went it was three of us and we did that thing that they i don't know if they still have it where there's a player musical happening there you go the day of you put your name in a lottery do they still have that um i don't know but i i know what you're talking about so we did that and it was like okay where's three of us so that means we have to win the lottery twice yeah we won it twice front row center that's when um doogie hauser was in it Oh, I know Patrick Harris. He was, I was up in the front so close that he, I, his spit hit me and he said, and then you never washed again. Exactly. <laughs> and I loved it. And I was all about it. And I had the soundtrack on my iTunes and we would always sing the songs and, you know, I still know the lyrics and that's it. Those are the two only ones. Uh, I've always wanted to see Wicked though. I've always wanted to see Wicked. I, I did not care for Rent. Oh, I love Rent. I love West Side Story, though. West Side Story. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. All the way. <laughs> yeah, West Side Story is totally you my quote, You can quote favorite. it. You, got it. You, you can quote it for so many different things. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, 
I like general, and you know, the kind of funny thing is that the reason that I don't see more of them is because things like that are cost prohibitive. Yeah. And you know, it's like I and you're able to justify it in advance, like oh, Book of Mormon, you know, Tony, Tony Award winning, everybody loves it, cultural milestone, all this sort of stuff. So you're like, yeah, okay, and then you go there and you don't like it, and you're like. Well, I kind of lit that $80 on fire, but I'm glad that I went. Did I mention it was $80? Um, so I feel like if, if it would be so much cooler if they could find ways to do things like this and make it a little bit more inexpensive and accessible, I would go see more of them. Yeah. And Because then you go, you see one you don't like, and you're like, screw that the next time something comes around. Yeah. There's this, like, this weird fine line of musicals, like movies that you see musicals, it has to be like it can't sing everything all the time, mm-hmm. and I know it's a musical, mm-hmm. but do you know what I'm? I don't know how to explain it. Like you just can't just bust out and talk music, like sing it all the time. Like yeah, so it has that's, to be dialogue. Yeah, like uh, you know what was an amazing, um, an amazing musical? Did you ever see Avenue Q? No, with the puppets. Yeah, right? that was no. So that badass. looked like fun. What's I think that. The song is the song in it. Everyone's a little bit racist. <laughs> it's hilarious, totally X-rated. It's amazing. See, that's what I kind of figured Book of Mormon would be like. That's what, yeah. A, like a little more cerebral X-rated and a little less like cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um. So yeah, there you go. Book of Mormon. Um. Don't let me stop you from seeing it. But if you're on the fence, save your cash. Go buy. Uh, Mists of Pandaria. What's that? The World of Warcraft expansion pack that oh, came sorry. out. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> so you're all about that right now. Um, I haven't even had a chance to play. I was a, a beta tester. Um, like, I had early access to it. And it was always such a cluster because there's so many people playing it. And, I just, you know, you get, like, stuck moving, like, you know, three frames <laughs> a minute. And I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> so I figure in a month from now, when everybody else is tired of it, then I'll be like, ooh, Mist of Pandaria. <laughs> but they made a bunch of changes to the game lately. I need to get caught up. It's very annoying. Um, yes, video games. Video games. Yeah. Must be nice to have time for video games. Yeah. A meek time. Stress me out. I can't do it. Really? They stress me the fuck out. Video, like, some of the... I, so I was stressed out before I started playing this. Because, and that's really the one that I, I spend, mo- quote-unquote, most of my gaming time on, which is very little time anymore. Because um, I was really stressed. I'm really stressed out by people trying to shoot me, which is why I can't do, like, first-person shooters or Halo. Like, I remember yeah. I used to love watching people play Halo, and they would be like, here, take it. I'm like, not even. Yeah, watching it, like, yeah. Fun. But, like, me, no. That's Partly because I'm not that good at video games in general. Um, and so... I just don't, I'm not interested in dying over and over again and people running at me and shooting me and stuff like that. No. That's why I also yeah. don't like this, like the zombie games, really they're, anything they're like that. Scary. They're super scary and it's coming at you and that yeah, freaks me out. That freaks me out. Totally. Yeah. I'm scared watching someone else play it. But then you have, um, then you have things like Skyrim and such, which I, which I think more like World of Warcraft balance more like, in-game lore and storytelling and sort of like questing and adventuring with like the occasional shit that wants to kill you so it's not all the time the stress and it's like it's it's monsters it's not like other people it's certainly well in some cases in world of warcraft it's other actual people 
And by people, I mean 13-year-old boys in, like, Nebraska (laughs) who are, like, calling you all kinds of offensive names and, like, killing you over and over again. Not a big fan of that either. Like, old enough to be your mother. That's true. That's real. Yeah. But I used to sometimes get on, you can get on, um, like, a chat client. So if you're in a group with people and then you can, you know, talk to them and, and sometimes you do like pickup groups, which is just like people that you find and it's not like an established group, just strangers. Just, just rolling with yeah, them. Yeah, like, hey, you, you want to come with us? We're going to go do that. Okay, great. So I had to stop getting on vent because on the, um, on the chat, the various like chat systems, because I would get on and there would be like, as soon as I said something, there would be silence. And then somebody, inevitably, this happened, like, and it went down almost exactly like this every time. <laughs> Super dead's a girl. Like they know. Me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, I'm a girl. They're like, <laughs> how old are you? And I'm like, I'm not playing that. And so then it turns into, ugh, and then it just devolves Worst. from there, I know. Why does that happen, dude? Like, with everything you do, I used to work records um, underground hip hop records. Mm-hmm. I was like one of maybe four w- girls doing it at the time. So mm-hmm. I had to call all these DJs. Mm-hmm. And so I was like the new girl on the scene, right? So everyone was like, you know, I had to call everyone from all around the country and I had to be like, oh, you know, put this record, if you could chart this record at such and such, and let's talk about, to get feedback on the record and stuff like that. And they'd be like, oh, first thing, be like, what do you look like? I'll be like, um, I'm a, um, a butch dyke. Hermaphrodite. I go, I got a two-inch dick. What about it? They're like, oh. Oh, okay. So let's talk about this record. Let's talk about the state of hip-hop right now. And they'll be like, okay, la, 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 la. Like, you know what I mean? But it just was like every fucking time. So what do you look like? You got a man? No, 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 no. And I'll be like, I like girls. I got a two-inch dick. Let's talk. (laughs) And it would like, like you can hear the penis go. Right, the air out of the balloon. (laughs) And it's just like it happens with every everything that you do. Like, yeah. It, when when you're in some type of environment where there's not that many females. Uh huh. Well, and I think too, at least in the video game world, there's a lot of like girls don't want. There's some girls who I, I'm sure love the attention. Oh yeah, and they feed on it, and they totally. fucking like give them shit. And yeah. They, but ugh. there are there are a ton of most of the girls that I know who play it, and when I say girls, I actually mean women over the age of thirty. Yeah. Who play it were 27. 27, 27. 27 and older. Um, most of my girlfriends who play it, they're like, fuck no, I would never get on chat. Because they know. Yeah. It's just too, and which is why also when I play, I have a group of friends who are um, around my age, and we would just rather play together and be grown-ups. Yeah. Than like, Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you look like? <laughs> do you have a boyfriend? Yeah, fuck that shit. It's uh, a waste of time. Yeah. It's sweet, but no. Worst. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's talk real quickly about movies. I tried to watch Cosmopolis. Which one is that? That's the Cronenberg um, movie with Robert Pattinson. In the limo. In the limo. Uh-huh. I think I wasn't in the mood, and it wasn't keeping my attention, and you have to pay attention. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a story of... A very unlikable, like, commodities trader, banker guy, right? Yeah. And his afternoon in a limo. Yeah. I, I didn't even finish it. Like, I was just like, I'm done. Like, I saw it on the alternative uh-huh. uh, networks. And um, 
I think I was also doing something at the same time, which probably didn't help. I started watching it just exclusively, like, paying attention, and then I started getting to something else, and I was just like, ugh. I think I even wrote, like, Dalen and K-Pep, and I was just like, I'm trying to watch this shit. Did you guys watch it? Is it were you guys into it? I was like, I, I can't do it. So I don't know if I'm going to give it another chance or whatever, but he did look good, and he did fuck a lot, and so wow. those scenes were nice. Um, Who so, is he banging? Um, what's her name? Um, Chocolate, maybe? Oh, yes. I think it was Julia her. Julia Yeah, I think it was her. Uh-huh. Just different people. Hmm. I think I saw him do, like, three or four people by the time I, before I... <laughs> Wow. That's pretty hot. Banker afternoons are awesome. Yeah. I'm going to change careers. <laughs> Ride around in a limo on a Tuesday afternoon and just have sex. Yeah. I was, I was like, oh, okay. And then it made me think, when you're super rich, that's why you're such a dude. Like, you could be such a douchebag and, and you know, you're bored. So, you can buy a lot of shit mm-hmm. and buy a lot of experiences. So, you're just like, okay, I could do this, done this, done that. What's the next thing? Fuck all these people. That's why I would be an awesome rich person. Because I would be like, dude, <laughs> we can do this. It's together. Let's do this. Yeah, as a group. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're like, it's a miserable person anyways. That's you're just, true. You're just well, if you are a miserable person, then Free. money only serves to exacerbate that miserable condition yeah. inside of you. Yeah. But he looked good. So, anyways, and that's really what matters. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the TVs. Yes. I know. Um. I think last episode you talked about that you were on the fence. You record a revolution. You're like, mm-hmm. do I give it a try? And we talked about maybe we wait till if uh-huh. it gets renewed for yes. another season. How the reviews are. Um. I still haven't seen it, but. Uh, I think this headline is pretty awesome from the LA Times <laughs> review. It says, forget electricity. What this rev- quote-unquote revolution needs is originality. The NBC series is set in a brave new world of no power where malicious bandits and archers rule the day. Good if you're 12, not so good if you're not. <laughs> yeah. That's, that kind of sums up my relationship. I watched... I broke and I watched the first episode in case I was like, wow, what if it's really good? It wasn't. Um, (laughs) It did have a really good cast. Yeah, I saw it. It has a really good cast. And so I was like, you know what? Back off. Let's just, uh, let's just let this pan out over the course of a season. See what, see what happens. So I'm recording those. Okay. The one thing that came back unexpectedly um, that I wasn't expecting and, Unexpectedly, oddly enough, that I wasn't expecting, because <laughs> um, I, I don't know, I just wasn't thinking about it. One of my favorite TV shows, Castle. Castle. Everyone tells me I should watch Castle, I and I Castle. see that it's now it's in syndication on like TNT or USA or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you guys all love Homeboy. What's his name? Mm, Nathan Fillion. He's like Who? the nerd girl dude, oh, go-to dude. He when he was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, the headline was "Geek God," and yeah, that kind of sums that. it up. I could see that. Although it must be said, and Nathan, I don't want you to take this personally because I want because he totally listens to us. Yeah, I, I don't want know if you every, know, but we know he listens to every us. last pound of you. Homeboy's bulking up a little. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not looking good. Not in a I good mean, way. I still think he's hot, but you know, he's just putting mm-hmm. some weight on. Not in a good way. Not like 
thick not cut. Like, it's more yeah, like no. Does he have a role or something that he's? No, but he had like a shirt off scene that was very carefully shot last night that made me realize like, oh yeah, he's not the guy that can probably take his shirt off sometimes. I mean, I think he's sexy. Yeah, I'd hit it. But I was like, oh yeah. And, you know, like, I'm going to take my top off on prime time. Hell no. Not on any time. But don't you think it's the duty of people? If you're on TV. I kind of do. I like, feel you don't like... got to, like, especially for dudes, you don't got to have the fucking DDs and fucking an eight pack and shit yeah. like that. But just keep it tight and right. How about them apples? Yeah. I, I do feel like there is an obligation <laughs> To fulfill, like, it's like a fantasy obligation when you're an actor. Yeah. And to a lesser degree when you're a musician. Yeah. But also a little bit, depending on, you know, if you're a pop star or what. I feel like you do have a little bit of an obligation to, like, work out a couple of times a week. Unless that's, unless you're not, like, Jack Black. I think he's, he's there's something charming and attractive about him. Because, but, but he's not, like, a sex symbol. He, yeah, he, and he, but he, that's the way he, like... What you see is what you get, and it's yeah. part of his whole thing. And I think, you know, he, it's part of his personality. It's part of him to be the way he is because of his shape and his body type. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel that's part of it. But everyone else, keep it tight and right. You know what it is? It's like the difference between a character actor and like a sort of leading actor. Like yeah. Joan Cusack is Joan Cusack. Yeah. Jack Black is Jack Black. Yeah. They they can get away with whatever. Right. And it but fits like, them. Anyone else? Who do, who do dudes like? I was just thinking Reese Witherspoon. I don't think dudes like Reese Witherspoon. I think chicks like her. Chicks like her more. Some dudes like her, but they're not. Angelina good. Jolie, maybe. Angelina Jolie. I mean, she weighs two pounds. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. There you go. Like, if you're Blake Lively, your obligation is to, especially your obligation, is to be as pretty as possible because, let's face it, that's what you're riding to the bank. Yeah. But, like, even, you know, less pretty but still whatever, you know, you, you still got to... Jessica Chastain say. Yeah. Like you gotta she you gotta to keep it keep it right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was Nathan a little Fillion. Nathan, I'm not I'm not breaking up with you at all. <laughs> and in fact, if this turns other women off, that turns me on more. <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe you and I should hit the gym together. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Uh, did you watch the Emmys? Fuck no. I recorded them and I fast forward or just played i'll do my taxes i find the emmy so boring they are boring even though like you know really good tv oh um jesse from breaking bad won yo oh yeah that was awesome um but you know until like game of thrones wins best tv (laughs) show i'm just not gonna care yeah, I, I like award like the bigger award shows, so I mm-hmm. record them. Mm-hmm. Um, even the not so big ones like the VMAs we talked about. Like, I just like to s- keep up and see like who see won. What people look like people, what, they're see what they're wearing. Yeah, and any little funny thing happen, you know, stuff like that, just to keep my abreast of you know pop, pop culture. culture. Uh-huh. Um, but that's it. Uh, really quickly, we talked about Boardwalk Empire to see if I was still going to be into it. With one of the main characters not there anymore this season, and I'm still into it. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Just saw the first uh, season uh, premiere of Treme. Oh, I need to get into that. Still good. Okay. I love it. I don't know why. Um, Bones. We I don't. We don't really talk about no. Bones. Do and you? it fascinates me because I would not expect you to be into Bones. I love Bones. Me and Miosito, who is my man, who I call Miosito, we love Bones. 
and it's back on. I just love it. I don't know what it is. I love it. So David uh, Boreans. Yes, David Boreans and Nathan Fillion have the same body type, and he is also one of those dudes that has to make sure that he doesn't begin to wander and into he keeps, the he keeps it tight slightly and right. chubby side. Yeah, and I never like. I know this is blasphemy. I've never. I didn't see Buffy or Angel or Angel. So, but Crime. I know. Um, please forgive me, but uh, I never thought he was attractive ever, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And then until I think me and K-Pep at the same time got into Bones late in the game, so we watched a bunch of it. I was like, um, it's kind of attractive. It's really weird, you know. Um, I don't think I don't like him like that, but I could see it. Mm-hmm. I think because of his character that he plays on Bones, I could see it. But yeah, I love Bones. I didn't. So. I haven't seen Bones, but on Angel, like his physically, his physical type is not really my type. Yeah, but um, he always played like a very capable character with a little bit of evil and a little bit of mischief, and so it was like that was that was attractive. Yeah. So I think that similar kind of character, just kind of like the good guy. He has a little baggage, you know, blah blah blah. And he's just a normal guy. And it's just, it's great. Um, and they've had some issues, kind of in- interestingly, like Castle, with the main characters, will they or won't they? Yeah. And like, and haven't they, they have, and then they weren't, and then they have, and then they weren't, that sort of thing. And then in Bones, there's always that tension. Like, you know, like, moon, remember Moonlighting? Yeah, and then as soon as they got together, it was over. And I thought that that would, you know, spoiler, like, I thought that would happen here. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's still going strong. I think there's like, they're eighth or ninth um season of course uh you know the two main characters are executive producers they're making bank um it's in syndication whatever whatever it's it's really good um king of the lab those who watch know what i'm talking about and <laughs> yeah so bones still good still good uh, someday i'll get into that that's a good one i think you'll like it because it, you don't have to necessarily watch it in order, but it was nice to watch them in order. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because there's some, sometimes there's a storyline that kind of threads throughout the season. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's fascinating. I, you learned a lot. I, I liked, you know. Yeah, you like the medical stuff. I do. I love the medical um, CSI shit. I love that shit. I think that's what I was in another life. I'm going to put it in the same bucket as Supernatural. That's another one that people keep telling me I should, I should watch and someday I will. Okay. All right. Yeah. Supernatural and Bones. Okay. So what's next? Um, well, um, I could talk about a major pet peeve, which is getting towed. Oh, my God. Which happened, uh, which happened to one of your lovely hostesses. That would be me. Worst. A.K.A. T.I. Um, and the insult to injury part was that I had paid off all my tickets when I renewed my registration. But apparently, the fine print on the receipt they gave me says that um, the tickets are not considered paid until the money is received by the Department of Parking Violations in Los Angeles. Now, one might think that this would take, what, 24 to 48 hours? Yeah. Perhaps five to seven business days. Oh, no. I got towed a month later, and they told me it can take four months for that payment to go through. So, um, you know, I I obviously didn't have to pay for my tickets a second time, but I did have to get my car out of the lot, and that was $350. I have spent a lot of money this past week on shit that I didn't need to. 
And and you've been a trooper, I must say. Because you had to ride the bus. I had to ride the bus. So you'd go to the courts and the places and the la la la. And then, you know, we had a bunch of uh, recordings and interviews and it was it's been hot as fuck here in LA. Yep. I I told her if I was her I'd be like fuck this shit. <laughs> but she she I she persevered. kept on. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she kept on. She was here. She was loverly to me. Like you know, she could have been like rare. Come in, flipping um, shit over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that was good of you. Yeah. I I think karma's gonna come back in some way because that's ridiculous and. For those who don't live in California, I don't know if you know, I mean, in L.A., um, we need money. So they actually, uh, Mayor Villaraigosa actually, I think recently just hired like a grip more parking Mm -hmm. violation officers who I fucking hate. Yep. But what I heard was the line, if you compare the line to pay parking tickets to the line of people applying for the parking enforcement jobs, mm-hmm. the line for to apply mm-hmm. is crazy long because they added so many. And then what they did was they hired so many people and then they um, increased all the tickets. Yes. Uh, How much they cost and stuff like that. And then meters. So there's meters everywhere now. Yes. The signs are, I mean, they get you. They get you. And I was telling TI, they're doing all this shit to her because they want her to be what, the many people that say, you know what, fuck this shit. I don't want to contest it. I don't want to have to go here. I don't want to have to go there. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pay this so I can just get on with my day. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they, they rely on that. And so they can make their money. They can do shady shit, get that money, and know that they're in the wrong. But, you know, LA needs their fucking money. Yeah, I'm still going to... Um... I'm still going to do something. I don't know. Like, I have some friends that write for big blogs in LA. I might blog about my experience. It won't not change anything, but except it might make me feel a little bit better. Yeah, something. Maybe Via Rivers will give me a call. Maybe I'll F you, buddy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, apart from that, you know, things are good. I leave for, uh, I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. To see my BFF. So uh, that's going to be awesome. I don't know anything about Chicago. So I people have I've wanted to go and um, I've been able to. Uh, I was supposed to go recently because I had two friends that had openings. I wanted to go. I couldn't go. Um, but I've heard people that know me who have been to Chicago that it's a cleaner New York. Mm-hmm. Architecture's awesome. And that the food is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to like it. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be hanging with her and her two babies a lot. But I figure um, I'll be slipping out. and uh, There's like a, a boat tour that you can do. Yeah, architecture. the architecture. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what that I one day. Yeah. Just going to kind of slip out and do a couple little things on my own. How long, are you, how long did you say you're going to be there? Five days. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Cooler weather. It's mm-hmm. fall time. It'll be real fall. It'll be great. Yeah. Nice break from here. Yeah, totally. It's still fucking hot and fucking what? End of <laughs> September. It's ridiculous. Um. So just to, we haven't done a check the tech. No, and that's one of my favorites. Check the tech. Um. <laughs> I you know I don't know if you guys know because I don't talk about it that much but I love tools and my dream is. When I finally get a house, the garage is mine. I've already told me, Osito, 
the garage is my domain. Mm -hmm. I see it as an amazing tool warehouse where everything's organized and clean and I have every tool at my disposal. So if you need me to make a bench, a drawer, um, you know, for my artwork and stuff, everything's there. Um, I always frequent a, uh, Core 77, Design Magazine and Resource. Uh, there's a lot of industrial design shit. Um, there's a, this invention that I'm trying to work on. I never have enough time. So I always go there, see what's going on in the prototype world and stuff like that. But um, a couple, maybe a couple months ago now, I saw that Black & Decker has a modular power tool that they just announced. So basically, it's like you buy the handle, you know, it comes with the lithium battery, and then you can connect different attachments. What I was thinking, like, how come no one's ever thought of this before? Mm -hmm. what, but it is. What do the different attachments do? Um, let's see here. You you got seven accessories. You got the drill, the impact driver. What's an impact driver? Um, I just saw a video of the impact driver. I can't really tell you and okay. explain it. Okay. Um, there's also a multi-tool, a jigsaw, a sander, a router, and a circular saw. Okay. Um, but just like this uh, writer, blogger says, before you get too excited, um, he was saying that he would have been more excited if it was like Makita or a Bosch announcing this, but it's a Black & Decker. And, you know, most people know Black & Decker, but if you're really into tools, um, you kind of want to get a Makita, a Milwaukee or since... Uh, Wayne's World, I say Milwaukee mm -hmm. um, drill. My friend Jen actually lets me borrow her amazing Milwaukee drill. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful and gorgeous, and I love the way it works. And I haven't bought one myself because I don't have any place to store it. I don't have the garage. So I just borrow hers when I need it. So, like, if it, that came out with something, I'd be, like, super excited. be like, hey, that's the one that I want to get. But it's Black & Decker. See how that goes. And we're hoping. I'm hoping that this is a trend. Yes. They, I mean, because it's smart. It's just smart. It's pretty neat. How much is it? Uh, let's see here. We'll have a link to it. Um, it comes out in October. And it isn't... I don't think it says a price here. Maybe it says it here. Um, and actually, I'm going to Lowe's that, oh, that we talked that's about. that's right. You're going this afternoon. Going to, this afternoon because I'm going to be... They're not telling us yet. Um, I'm going to be buying my first time. I mean, I don't have a drill, but, you know, I'll be using her, her drill. A wood boring drill bit mm -hmm. because I'm going to be drilling five and five eighths inch hole, circular hole into four inch solid wood blocks for this um, exhibit piece that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I've been researching different types of wood boring um drill bits mm -hmm. so if they have this one i've done i've seen a bunch of youtube videos of <laughs> of different ones you know because this one i uh, let's see if they have it but I'll, I'll report on it later to let you know which one i got how it worked and um, i'm excited to get it and use it <laughs> do you just use it like outside on your deck yeah that's what i'll do um the last time i had to drill holes in miocito helped me was last year um, for a piece that I did, and we did it like on our dining room table. We didn't have any place to do it, mm -hmm. so you know what I'm saying. So that's why I want my own like workspace, yeah. and so I can have all my tools. Like I de definitely, this would be definitely easier if I had a uh, drill press. 
well, where am I going to put a drill press here? You know what I mean? So I'm excited to go to Lowe's. And that's my favorite thing. Home Depot was, we talked about it, but Lowe's is closed. So have a list of all these things I need to get and talk to the people, knowledgeable people there. And be like, so what do you think about this one? No, 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 no. So, and I think it's also going to be funny, just kind of like, we'll discuss later, but the state that I'm in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And every time I go in there and I ask all these questions, they're just look at me like, what? Like, how do you? They're like, you crazy lady. <laughs> I love, I love it. I could spend hours in there. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we'll have a link to this. Check it out. If anyone has this or, you know, is going to get it, I definitely want to know how it works for you. Like, maybe mm-hmm. it's good enough, you know, for right now. Maybe the quality's better uh, because of it's a system. And I don't know. Maybe it's not Mr. Right. Maybe it's Mr. Right, right now. now, perhaps. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for Check the Tech Kids. Well, and that's it for the Nerd Out Kids. Thanks so much for tuning in. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> um, let us know if, you, if there's anything you want us to discuss in future episodes. Let us know if you have any thoughts or feelings on the things that we have discussed this episode. Book of Mormon, Space Shuttle, Revolution. Nathan Fillion's potential weight gain. <laughs> Tools. Tools. Drills. <laughs> and uh, have a really awesome day. Peace out, nerds. <laughs>